0: You're listening to the Earn That Body Podcast, episode number 143. Welcome to the Earn That Body Show with Kim Eagle. Kim is an award-winning personal trainer. She trains her clients all over the world online and is passionate about empowering people by getting fit and healthy. It's that time of year when hydration is everything. Why? Because you don't even realize how dehydrated you're getting out there in the sun, in the heat, and if you exercise outside, oh, I cannot even tell you what dehydration will do to your health and your body. I want you to feel amazing, so I wanted to just review hydration by bringing back last year's hydration episode. I did this awesome episode for parents and teens, for anybody who basically is into health, wants to feel good every day, and potentially is working out outside and needs to understand proper hydration. So it's an awesome episode and I'm bringing it back for this week because I really think it's something we always need to review and these tips will definitely help you get through summer. But before we get to that, I will bring you an all new Eagle's Eye on Health. And now, it's time for the Eagle's Eye on Health. These are Kim's quick tips, latest health news, or piece of weekly inspiration. This week in the Eagle's Eye on Health, we're gonna talk about fiber-fortified foods and are they as good as natural sources of fiber? This information is coming from the University of California, Berkeley. I often review their wellness letter, and I thought, well, this is a really interesting one because there are so many fortified foods these days, right? Fortified you see it all the time and and I have wondered myself, you know Is it better to go with the fortified food or just the natural source of fiber? And that's what they're gonna answer for us They say don't count on them the forber, the fiber fortified foods. Don't count on them for all your daily roughage manufacturers are adding isolated functional fibers to foods such as yogurt ice cream bread cereals and juices these fibers include inulin, pectin, polydextrose, methyl cellulose, and maltodextrin. But there's not much evidence that fiber-fortified foods provide the same benefit as foods that are naturally high in fiber. For one thing, different dietary fibers have different physiological effects, and many fiber-fortified foods contain only one type of fiber— not the range found in naturally high fiber foods. That is not all isolated fibers will do much to keep you regular or help control blood sugar or cholesterol. For instance, often the amount of fiber added is too small to even matter. Now fiber fortified foods can help boost your overall fiber intake, but they tend to be foods that are not very nutritious in other ways. You're better off eating fiber-rich, unprocessed foods, things like oatmeals, lentils, broccoli, even peas, which contain a range of natural fibers and other substances that have benefits beyond their fiber. An English muffin made of refined flour with some fiber added back in, for example, is not the same as one made from whole grains, which retain all the healthful components of the grain. So there you have it. You probably should swap the fiber-fortified food and always go for the natural source of fiber. And if I had to guess, I pretty much knew that was how that one was going to go. And I feel like, again, it's something I talk about sometimes, which I call the common sense diet. Like, we need to stick to the real foods, right? I always say, you want to eat foods as close to the source as possible. What does that mean? An apple is an apple. It has one ingredient, right? You don't want to eat the thing that tastes like an apple because they created this chemical process that now you have this apple in a bag, but it's not really apple, but it's a chemical like an apple, but it has no sugar, you know, things like that. You always want to be as close to the actual source of the food as possible. And the same is going to go for things like fiber. We want that to come from real food. We don't want it to be processed. We don't want it to be something they add to potentially an unhealthy food for sure. But a lot of times you look at that cereal box or you're going to look at that bread or whatever it is, and it's going to say like fortified with blah, blah, blah. And you assume that that means it's healthy or healthier. And it sounds like that's probably not the case. So I always say you definitely need your fruit your vegetable and your whole grains, you want to get at least 20 grams of fiber in a day. It is so important. It's something that we track in the earn that body program so that I can help make sure my clients are actually eating a balanced diet. Okay. Now let's go back to hydration. It is such an important episode. That's why I'm bringing it back and this it's summertime team. So I'm sort of bringing back a few oldies, but I'm bringing back ones that have a really important subject matter for the time. So this week, that's what you're getting, and here it is. The first thing I want to talk about is some of the dehydration symptoms. Again, if you're a parent and your teenager ever comes home with some of these symptoms, now you might know that it could be a cause of dehydration. And if you're an adult athlete, if you've ever felt these symptoms, again, maybe you had no idea what was causing it. So signs and symptoms of dehydration would include muscle cramps, nausea or vomiting, weakness, fatigue, headache, sweating extensively, dizziness, lightheadedness, even confusion. So if you are out there for a long run, again, you or your teenager, and any of these symptoms come along, we do have to look at your hydration levels to rule that out first, if that could potentially be the problem. So you need to make sure, especially in the summer months, and I live in Austin, Texas, so we not only have elevated temperatures because it's summer, we have humidity on top of it. So the sweat factor is like a hundredfold out here. So you really need to make sure that you are drinking a lot of water. And the first thing you need to make sure is that your, people always say like, how do you know if you're drinking enough water? I want you to actually look at your urine. Sounds lovely, doesn't it? But instead of saying, oh, you should drink eight glasses a day because that's what they always used to say. Well, that's that's a ridiculous number to just throw out there. Because a 300 pound person who doesn't work out, versus an 120-pound person who does work out, well, they may need very different amounts of water. I just don't think that eight glasses of water pertains to every single person. Everybody's different, right? So the best way to know if you're hydrating enough is to look at your urine. Go to the bathroom, look in the toilet, and you want it to be light yellow. You do not want it to be dark yellow. Dark yellow pretty much means you are not hydrated at all. You actually don't want your urine to be clear. That might mean you're overhydrated. You want a very light yellow, almost like a, a lemonade color, right? So, a light yellow is basically what you're looking for, nothing too dark. When you wake up in the morning, you may notice your urine is dark. So, you just basically fasted all night because you were sleeping and now you have to start hydrating again so usually in the morning is your darkest urine and then hopefully in the next few hours you've been starting to hydrate you'll notice that your urine gets a little more clear or that light yellow so that's the first thing you might want to talk to your teenager about or you're going to ask yourself in general am i hydrating enough throughout the day what does my urine look like Now, if you're active in the summer heat, especially, then you really not only need water, but you probably need some electrolytes as well. Electrolytes are minerals like sodium, potassium, chloride. In your blood and body fluid, that's what they do. Minerals in your blood and body fluid. They help important processes in the body, like affecting the amount of water in your body. They also affect the acidity of your blood and also muscle function. So these minerals, these electrolytes, they actually play a pretty big function in your body, in your blood to make sure that everything is balanced. And in the summer when we are particularly sweating more um, or any intense long workouts that you or your teenager are doing, Again, you might need to add some electrolytes to the water. Water might not be enough because when you sweat, you're not only losing water, but you're also losing your electrolytes. Now, in general, like a normal day, a normal day in San Diego would be 70 to 75 year round, right? So they may not have the same uh, hydration issues as we have here in Texas, but a normal day, say like a winter day, if you were to work out for one hour not particularly sweating heavy because it's pretty cool outside a one hour workout probably does not call for anything more than water but if it's one hour here in austin texas or one hour of serious intensity and you are sweating a lot then at that point you probably do need to think about adding some electrolytes to your workout so generally i say like anything over an hour definitely two hours you need electrolytes with your water The water is not going to be enough. What I like to do on days when I know that I'm going to be working out maybe just an hour, so I'm like, I don't need the full electrolyte Gatorade, and we're going to talk about this, the different options next, but I don't really need like a full Gatorade-type bottle of water, but I need something. When I just need a little something, I use emergency. Emergency can be bought at any Walgreens. Some of the markets carry them as well. Whole Foods carries it. And it just has a little bit of sodium in it. It also has vitamins, which is great. Um, And to me, it flavors the water just enough that I'm more likely To drink more water so that's what I pretty much do on like maybe an hour workout where I feel like I just need a little something but almost always if it's just an hour I just personally drink water again unless I'm outside sweating in the humidity then I would add more so what do you add if you need to add more so your teenagers out there they're playing football they're playing soccer they're out there for two plus hours You know they're sweating because when they get back in their car, they stink. (laughs) And that's okay because they just did a lot of hard work, so they have the right to stink, right? Or maybe you just went out and did your hour and a half long run training for a marathon. You know, you can feel the sweat on your face. You know what I'm talking about? The salt when you can actually feel saltiness on your face, like the crystals of the salt. So that means you have just released all that out of your body and you need to, you need to now replenish it. You need to be replenishing it during that long workout. You'll feel better during the workout and recovering after it. So what are we talking about? So there's a couple products that I personally use that I really like, and that's what I'm going to share with you. And I highly recommend for the teenagers and for the adults. One of them is the brand new Gatorade Endurance. This is not the Gatorade you get at 7-Eleven or the market. This is not the blue Gatorade in the bottle that your kid keeps picking up. This is called Gatorade Endurance, and you have to buy it online. I buy it on Amazon. Now, because it's the new Gatorade Endurance, you do want to check the label before you purchase it to make sure it's the right one. Now, the nice thing about this new one is Gatorade finally decided to take out dye and artificial sweetener. Hooray, Gatorade. Thank you. The only question I have for you, Gatorade, because I'm sure you listen to my podcast. Why have you not done this in all of your products yet, especially the ones that all the kids are drinking? We need to do a movement for Gatorade to continue this process through all their products. So Gatorade Endurance, again, the new Gatorade Endurance, go online, search at Amazon, new Gatorade Endurance, that's the one you want to buy. Almost, I I can't, you have to look at all the labels of every other Gatorade product there is to see if they have dye in it, artificial flavor, artificial sweetener, artificial color. Uh, If it has, that it has artificial flavors, it's out. No. If it says artificial sweeteners, it's out. If it says artificial colors, it's out. If it says the word artificial anywhere in any label of anything that you or your child is eating or drinking, it's out. Do not have it. That's just chemicals. If it has sucralose in it, that is a big one. I see sucralose in almost everything. It used to be aspartame that I used to see in everything. Now it's sucralose. And all that is is an artificial sweetener. I will not eat anything. With sucralose or any artificial sweetener so it might say aspartame it might say sucralose it might say saccharin um any of those are no-nos you're not eating it your kid's not eating it there's no reason to buy it there are too many healthy ways to sweeten something these days that you just don't need those artificial sweeteners in your body they are chemicals side note if you're diabetic these rules do not apply to you You need to follow your doctor's orders, and unfortunately, you will actually probably have to have a lot of things that do have the artificial sweetener in it. So, side note for diabetics unfortunately, I don't want you to follow my guidelines. I want you to always follow your doctor's guidelines. Now, if a drink has, um, if a hydration drink, or any drink for that matter, or any food for that matter, has a number next to a color in the label of ingredients. So it's gonna say, and I'm making up numbers, it's gonna say red number six, yellow number three, uh, green number this. If it has a color and a number, it's a chemical, it's dye. Again, we live in a time, I do not need to ingest artificial colors from dye because there's too many healthy ways to color things these days. So for example, uh, some companies will use beets to make things red or pink. There are so many ways to color things in a healthy way without chemicals. So when you're looking at your child's Gatorade bottle that they just picked up at 7-Eleven, see if it has a color and a number on it. See if it says sucralose on it. See if it says contains artificial flavoring. If it does, I do not recommend that for your child or for you. And again, this goes for anything you eat. It doesn't just have to be a hydration drink. This is sort of a side note. It doesn't have to just be an electrolyte drink, but that's something that you definitely need to look at. So the new Gatorade Endurance, hooray, Gatorade does no longer use artificial sweetener and artificial color. I really like the new Gatorade Endurance. Um, My son likes it as well. I think it tastes just fine. For some of the teenagers, you know, again, it's very dependent on how big they are, how much they sweat, how many hours they're out there. But in a 24 ounce bottle of water for a teenager, probably a scoop and a half is gonna be all you need. But there is a complete set of guidelines on the Gatorade endurance bottle that tells you how much to use with what amount of water. I would say, Per hour, your kids should probably be taking in a full bottle. That could be about 24 ounces of water an hour, dependent on the sport. So my cross-country runners, they probably can't be drinking a full bottle an hour because they probably get side stitches if they drank that much if they can they'll feel better but they kind of have to sip on their drinks if they're in an actual hardcore run for that long of a period if you are a soccer player and you get some breaks or the football players as well you get to sit on the sideline for a little bit That's when you can hydrate, okay? If you are getting side stitches after you drink all of this fluid, then maybe you do need to sip it and not take in so much. That's definitely important, and it's something you have to practice. See what works for your body. Now, another uh, product that I recommend that I had recently tried last year was called Fluid Performance. Also have to order it online. You can go to their website. I think you can get it through Amazon as well, Fluid Performance. Performance. This one, I found it because it was going to be served on a marathon course and I always train with whatever they're going to have on the course. You never want to go to a race. So if you are one of my adult athletes, you don't ever want to show up at a marathon and start using their hydration nutrition that you have never tried before on race day. That will not go over well generally. So I knew this marathon was going to be using fluid performance. I had never heard of it. So I did look it up and I was thrilled to find that it did not have any artificial sweeteners, artificial anything. It didn't have any dye. So I was so happy because there really is nothing worse than when a course does pick to put something on um, that isn't good for you. And it has artificial stuff, but that's who the sponsor is so that they don't really care. Or maybe they care, but that's still what they're gonna do. So, fluid performance, I like it. it um, again, all of these have different flavors. I think I had the pomegranate flavor because that what was being served on the course. Maybe give that one a shot if you don't or your child does not like the Gatorade Endurance, okay? That's another option for you. Now, some people ask me, well, what about Scratch? Um, you know, I use Scratch in my water. There's different products by Scratch. Some would not even be close to enough sodium, basically. Um, Scratch and the Nun as well. So a lot of people also have Nun, N-U-U-N. Scratch and Nun, often they don't have enough sodium at all. Some of them do have different products. I believe scratch and none make more of an endurance type hydration formula. You would have to check and see how much sodium is actually in there. Uh, when you look at how much is in Gatorade endurance, it's, it's a lot of sodium and that's what you need. I don't generally tell you how much I generally will never tell you that you need more sodium. But when it comes to hydration for athletes, and we're trying to replenish all of this, that is when you do need a lot of sodium. And so that's another reason why I like the Gatorade and, or I should say the Gatorade endurance and the the fluid performance, because they have enough sodium, but the none in the scratch don't generally. Now, don't. Call me on this because I'm sure times have changed and I haven't checked this one, but someone told me Scratch did have a a higher sodium formula, but it tasted terrible. (laughs) So again, if if you're going to try something and it tastes terrible, well, then nobody's going to drink that, right? Um, And just like, so you have a sense of how much sodium I'm talking, in Gatorade, in one serving size, which is a, a one and a half tablespoons, it has 300 milligrams of sodium. That's a lot different than like eight milligrams of sodium. So you just have to really look at the label and see, is it going to be enough sodium? Because if it's just going to be like eight to 10 grams of sodium, which be would be more like the emergency I was talking about, um, that doesn't have very much sodium at all. Like I said, that's something I use on a day that I pretty much don't really need an electrolyte drink, but I just want a little something. So so those are the ones that I like. You can look and research anything you want. And if your kid has one they, they want, just check the label and make sure it doesn't have any of the bad chemicals. Now, another thing for an athlete that's super important is how to hydrate before, during, and after. And what do I mean by that? Well, if you have a long run on Saturday or if your child has their cross-country meet on Saturday, or a big football game on Saturday, or a big soccer game on Saturday, whatever the sport may be, if that big endurance day is on Saturday, Friday is the day they have to start hydrating. They can't just hydrate the day of the activity. You wanna start hydration on a Friday for your child. Or for you. So what do I do? I actually buy one of those big bottles of water, like they're about 50 ounce bottles of water, just like at Whole Foods or wherever you want. Trader Joe's get the big bottle, and I put one packet of emergency in, and I hand it to my son that day, or I drink it myself. Um, now I'm not saying 50 ounces is all they have to drink for the whole day, but if I put one packet of emergency in there. It kind of just gives it that little bit of flavor, gets a little bit of sodium in there. Not very much. I'm not worried about the sodium too much the day before. I'm just worried about him hydrating all day. That's my son or myself. So I make one of those. And then the rest of the day, I just keep filling that same bottle up with water. And for some reason, that just helps me. That's like my, my big water bottle for that pre-race or pre-game day. That's important. So that's what I maybe would encourage for you to do for your kiddo or for yourself as well. Then the morning of, the morning of that race, the morning of that game, or or perhaps you're the adult athlete who's got that, 15 mile run the morning of, you got to start sipping those electrolytes before the actual game or race or run. So you could still have your cup of coffee if that's what you do and, and have your breakfast. But after that, I want you only sipping on that Gatorade endurance, uh, sipping on that fluid performance. At that point, I probably would skip the emergency and go straight to your full electrolyte drink and start getting in some calories and some of those electrolytes right before the workout sipping. That's what I said. I said sipping, not gulping. I don't want you to have a heavy belly full of water right before the game or the race or the run, Um, sipping to start getting that replenishment. Another important factor when you're taking in these electrolyte drinks is that they not only have the, the electrolytes, they have some calories. And you're, you need those calories. You really do or you're going to bonk. What is bonking? So if you ever have gone for a long run and then like halfway through, you're like starting to feel kind of shaky and your legs are super heavy and you're just starting to feel horrible. Well, guess what? It might not just be dehydration. It might be that you're physically out of calories. Like you're bonking. There's no gas left in the tank. Your kiddo might be like, I just, I couldn't get through that last mile. I just felt so terrible. It could be a combination of dehydration, but also that they didn't get enough calories in either before or during, if it is a long training session or a long race or a long game. So that's another reason I like the Gatorade Endurance and the Fluid Performance, because they have calories in it. And some of the Nun and the Scratch products don't have much calories. So I get very irritated when a marathon, which shall go nameless in this town... (laughs) Has none, perf- none on the course as their electrolyte drink because there is just not enough calories in that for endurance runners, um, and in those cases now I have to carry my own fluid, which is a total pain in the butte. Okay, so that's before, during, and then after the game, race, or training, you need to replenish with your electrolytes. At this point, I wouldn't continue to drink the Gatorade, but at that point, I want you to just be flushing the body with water. If you were completely feeling like your whole face had the salt crystals on it, then you probably did not take in enough salt or minerals, electrolytes during then, and you might need to have a salty meal after to just sort of help replenish it. But usually by that point, you're sort of over Gatorade and you don't need any more of that sugar because it is high in sugar. But again, during and before the training, that's okay. You need that. Um, but now after you don't have to continue to do it. So at that point, replenishing with water. And if you do feel like you lost a lot of sweat, I would just now move to some naturally occurring salty foods to help replenish you. What would that be? Well, salty foods in moderation, um, afterwards, you know, everything from peanut butter on a rice cake that would be a, a kind of a, a nice snack ever that has salt in it um olives and seaweed celery things like that have the salt in it bananas have potassium in it that's uh one of the electrolytes that's important to replenish have a bowl of soup. That is loaded in sodium. But then, again, you can replenish with real food at this point and not have to worry about, you know, your stomach settling this and that so you don't have to take in any more supplements. Because in general, I'm not a, I'm not a supplement person. I don't want to take Gatorade and I don't want to take fluid performance, but I have to because I'm an endurance athlete and I have to get something in. So the most important thing is that you make whatever that something is as healthy as possible and that's why we're looking at the labels for any chemicals that we can keep out but when we can we always go to food food is always going to be the best source so afterwards getting some salty food in would be a great way to replenish for your teenager or yourself as an athlete and that is pretty much everything for hydration the key is staying hydrated obviously planning ahead of time the day before that race or the day before that game. That's when hydration starts the next day. Just so you know, after a race, after a long run, if you're feeling horrible, if you have a headache, anything like that, you're probably dehydrated. So you just know you have to step it up just a bit more next time to stay on top of that hydration. That's everything. You know what to do now as the parent. It is important that you teach your teenager. Have them listen to this podcast. Um, Teach them what I'm teaching you. Tell them what to look for on the labels of some of these drinks that they're drinking, even on their food. Have them look for the sucralose. Have them looking for the dye. You know, make sure they know what to look for because they're old enough now. These are teenagers. They can read. They can do this. I always say educate them show them a few times, and then make it their responsibility. So once I sort of show my son something and ha- I do it for him several times, then I say, okay, now you can go ahead and prep your Gatorade bottle for tomorrow for practice. I do remind him often because he'll forget because, let's face it, they're still teenagers. <laughs> but you know, it is your, I do think it's a parent's responsibility to help your child as much as possible. And then if you want to put it 100% in their hands – Obviously, they need to learn at some point. And if you're the adult athlete, guess what? You're responsible for yourself, and it is important that you take care of yourself with the proper hydration. Now, if you enjoyed today's podcast episode, I would so appreciate it if you would make your way over to iTunes and give me a rating or review. That is the best way to thank me since, as I said, I am not going to have sponsors on this podcast. I don't make a penny from it, I just get the joy out of helping as many people as possible. But a great way to thank me is just head over to iTunes, give the Earn That Body podcast a rating or review. And if you do have any questions that I did not cover, feel free to uh, go to my website, EarnThatBody.com. Follow me on social media, EarnThatBody on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter, on Pinterest. Um, Shoot me a, a DM, a direct message on any of those, and I'm certainly happy to answer any questions. And if you have any more podcast subject ideas especially those parents out there for teenagers. I'm getting a lot of emails from you guys on what you would like me to cover next. I'm always happy to help just so you know, a huge uh, topic that people asked me to do, and I'm going to do it next week is the nutrition for the teenager. Apparently people need a little bit of help to help their kids and help their teenagers, and especially if they are athletes. So next week's podcast episode is going to be focused on teenage nutrition For the parent, for the teenager, um, definitely still an episode that will pertain to all adults. So even if you don't have a teenager or a child, you're still going to get a lot of important information. Hope you have a fantastic and super healthy week. Bye-bye, everyone. For more information about Kim Eagle's online programs, go to EarnThatBody.com or check out Earn That Body on all forms of social media, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube.